My name is Commander Psykit. And I'm Commander Mal for the win from Flight Assist. And you're listening to Loose Screws. 07 Commanders. Hey guys. Um, so we're we're starting the podcast now. This is this is loose screws. I <laughs> listen, Ty is not here and I'm gonna try to cover for him because he's having some uh personal in real life stuff go on. And so um we're gonna try to soldier on here, but I did just literally almost uh introduce my other podcast. <laughs> Um, which I just did like an hour and a half ago. Um, but it's going to be okay. I promise I'm going to be here for you. We're here together. We're going to suffer through this travesty together. Um, and together with me today, and I'm going to say the date, which is October 1st, everybody. Uh, this is October 1st. Uh, this will probably be coming out very late tonight or early tomorrow morning on October 2nd. Um, and with me tonight, I have... Uh, Squadron Commander NL Hate, how are you tonight? I'm doing great. Fabulous. <laughs> also here to <laughs> what? Also Not here tonight. What? No. What? What? Okay. Okay. Uh, also here tonight, of course, is uh, Chig back from the the void. How are yes. you? Yes, I, I, I'm back. <laughs> it was it was a rough week. The, the president came to my my city, and it created nothing but chaos for me. And Today was the peak of that chaos, and somehow I survived and managed to get here for the show because I, you know, uh, with you know us potentially being shorthanded and just things, I wanted to mm-hmm. make sure I was here. And just so people know, I'm working so many hours a week that I my resume is everywhere. So if anybody's hiring, get a hold of me. I'll come do anything as long as you pay <laughs> me enough money. Um, and then, like, my wife started remodeling our bathroom, like, a month ago. So I'm dealing with While that. While you were so at we, work? I, pretty much. I said, hey, <laughs> if you want to start tearing apart, go for it. And she did. So now, like, <laughs> I come home and it's like, okay, she doesn't know how to do that. So then I start helping with that. So between work, looking for a new job, remodeling my bath, and we could get a whole leave radio kind of thing going with bathroom updates mm-hmm, once mm-hmm. in a while. And it could end up going years, literally, because... Jesus yeah. Christ. So we gotta you know, carry that torch. Doing, exactly. So, you know, we're 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 doing that. And I, I do apologize for not being here last week, but when all of a sudden Secret Service and Marine One and everybody starts asking for cars and they need them, you know, eight hours before they contact you, it becomes quite the adventure of trucking stuff in and just working out the logistics of that. And I just by the time I got home, I knew that I I, I wasn't sure I would get home in time, and I knew that if I did, I would be in no mood to talk to anybody about anything. <laughs> I would just trick myself stupid, so that's kind of what I did. And I honestly, I didn't get home till after eleven uh, last Thursday. Yeah. So uh, that that that's when my life. Nobody have sympathy because it's my own fault. All right, carry on. <laughs> right on. Well, we're glad to have you back, and also joining us tonight to fill in the gap is uh, Commander Dubs. Welcome. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. And I uh, I feel for you on the remodeling thing there. My wife has definitely used that uh, plot. You know, she destroys it and says, well, now you have to do something about it. So <laughs> Now <much>. it's broken. <laughs> great, great. Well, I I don't think I'm working as much as you, but I have been, I've had 
taken on some a couple of large projects lately, and it, it has been um, it has been a lot of go go go, and the deadlines are um, just just inside of what would be realistic. <laughs> so it's like it's it's not so crazy that you actually try to achieve it. And I think that almost makes it worse (laughs) Um, rather than just saying there's no way we're going to get there. So, but um, it it also kind of reminds me about, you know, I have the kind of, I I don't have the kind of job where I'm on a certain number of hours and I'm, you know, kind of watching a clock. I'm like completing a task. Right. So boy, uh, I have not felt like I feel like my work days are flying by, you know, in, in that sense, but I, boy, am I tired afterwards. So anyway, um, it's been a big week in the world of space and space games and particularly in elite. We've got news from the squadron. There has been, uh, community goals and story in game continuing to turn over. There was a new dev diary, uh, video and then a stream earlier today. Uh, with some actually some cool new info. Uh, Horizons is being given to everyone who didn't already have it uh, on a certain day and paint jobs given to anyone who did already have it. Uh, lots of stuff is going on. Oh, yeah. Anyway, it, it continues, but we'll, we'll kind of chew through all this stuff, um, one by one and try to, um, I think, you know, discussion over, um, every bit of the news, I, I will, I will, you know, I've just decided in this moment, I'm, I am going to add links to the show notes in case anyone has trouble finding a particular thing, because, um, I think the videos are worth watching this time. Um, and because I'm sure there will be little details and stuff that we missed out. And there, there's some kind of cool and exciting things uh, to be seen if you so choose to seek out those videos. But, First, I think um, we've hit an important milestone in the Loose Screws faction, and congratulations are due. So I think we need to start with the squadron briefing. Incoming priority message. Squadron briefing. Several weeks ago, we started making strong moves and powerful strides towards uh, my, my second real objective for the squadron. Uh, our first being Bumber, of course, that we took immediately after the PMF was in control of Ross 310. And after fleet carriers came out, most of our flotilla has been sitting idly in comma, but now our faction has finally caught up to the flotilla in comma. <clears throat> Due to a, st- a large part in the player base that has been grinding materials and missions and influence and uh, each and everybody in, in, in the squadron, you know, and, and our friends who aren't in our squadron that have been doing the, the BGS grind all deserve a pat on the back and uh, a sweet one. Those on my end too. Yeah. Oh man, oh man, have we wanted this <laughs> and been thwarted on so many occasions. <laughs> like uh, I said, I've I've been re-listening to the pot. You know, I started Loose Screws from the beginning to listen to all the episodes, just to li- re-listen to everything. And I've finally gotten to the, like the last few months after we had the player made squadron and stuff. And uh, yeah, Kama has been brought up a lot like two, three months ago. We've been 
we we had this targeted and it's just been a pain and we've hit every target we've ever gone for but for some reason comma has just consistently just been a pain in the butt that once we actually got in there uh, we had more people going a war in than we've had in a long time uh, it's been uh we've been making a mess of that place the past couple of nights there's yeah. been so much blood and ammunition spilt oh yes uh we're actually in a, a really a really wonderful position of we have two active wars in the BGS right now. Uh three if you count what's going on in Calrum that uh the COCS is taking care of. Uh the uh, leader of the COCS actually contacted me today uh, about making sure that we weren't stirring the pot over there too much. What is COCS just to let people know? Uh that is the player group that is running the NPC faction Mayor Coro Future that is actively pushing the BGS nearby our our influence area. In our quarter in our little corner of the bubble. Mm-hmm. Yes. We have we have arrangements with them. Yes. Uh right. It's it, any anything else you wanna fit in? I mean all all celebrations go we're 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 in there, man. Uh, oh boy. A lot of people are focusing on the war and we do still have some, some very persistent pilots that are pushing uh, secondary, tertiary, quadrillary, and quintillary goals that we have set. <laughs> quit, quit using such big words, man. You're going to confuse me. <laughs> we have, we have our, our fourth, fifth. See, yeah, hold on. I can explain this to Chig. So basically, you've got your main cheese, right? And then you've got your second cheese. Uh, and then after that, you'll have like a third cheese and a fourth cheese. And then there's like a fifth cheese. That's like the well, least all the cheeses cheese. are equally important. I think you would go if you want to use your analogy properly. You'd have the, like your three main cheeses on the platter. Then you'd have your like crackers, crackers meat, and, and apple slices, and you'd and determine yeah. you know where yeah. those all fit. Do you see what I just did there, though? Like, I convinced you to understand this so thoroughly that you could turn around and teach it to me. <laughs> this is the sign of successful Brilliant, sir. teaching. Brilliant. Yes. I like it. I like it. Uh, <laughs> now teach me of, something useful. <laughs> on top of the next five orders, uh, we, are, we are also casing several additional systems after those first five and several s- lesser goals that could be Gained while we're lesser cheeses. Yes, yes. Uh, music for the background. I think mm. we might actually be getting the lesser crackers. You know, you got your your yeah. Ritz and your club. <laughs> now we're getting into like your Triscuits that some people don't like as much and things like that. Got it. I'm I'm with you. Yep. <laughs> Keep it up. Okay, hold on. I have to write something down. Somebody vamp. I got nothing, man. Uh, one, one story from from our our community that happened this week is uh, one of our our fresher commanders took a, a wee jaunt out to the Guardian space and misunderstood some of the cues and got trapped in a Guardian uh, orbital beacon. Oh my god! Actually, actually, like. There's apparently enough space inside of there for a whole asp exploder, exploder to not <laughs> exploding, but he uh, he rocked back and forth until the the asp did the exploding part of that. 
<laughs> oh no! <laughs> wow, is that is that Mr. Kevin Flynn? Mr. Kevin Flynn, who okay. did give me explicit permission to use his name on air. I, I'm just, I'm just looking at. We've got show notes that are just so out of order and random. It's <laughs> blowing my mind right now. Thanks, Ty. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Ty, for handling this. Um, I, uh, you know, you know, I've often said like I usually like play the game and you know do mining or something simple. I, I can't even be bothered to like go to the gal map and find a system to mine in right now because <laughs> I'm trying to deal with the travesty of the show notes that you usually handle all on your own. <sighs> yeah, yeah, he's he's definitely the 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 gooier type cheese that holds the crackers together in this podcast because <laughs> because so you you came on talking about you know before we went live and started recording you were like okay we need we'll, we'll go this order this order and then you mentioned like everything in the show notes in one fell swoop and now. <laughs> hate comes in and jumps to the very bottom of the notepad. <laughs> So I, I think it was an appropriate time to throw that in. This is fine. It was. This is a it totally, worked good. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. We're we're totally fine here. We're totally fine. Cool. It's, well, um, sorry. I was about to cut you off. Say again. I'm sorry. It's Thai. A queso fresco. Ooh. Soft new cheese. White. <laughs> of together. Uh, uh, the cheese of the week is going to fit so perfectly into this entire episode. It's so good. Um, All right. Wait, do we apologize to Dubs now or later? Yes. All right. Perfect. Sorry, Dubs. <laughs> he's probably the only one managing Apology to successfully accept. play the game. Yeah, I know. He's, <laughs> he's probably killed. Like, uh, honestly, we were talking about going to war, and yeah. two nights ago, I managed to get on for I don't know an hour or so and got a couple CZs in there, and you know, we had some of our, our newer guys in there, and and they were they were talking about you know how it, you know it was only low low intensity but man a lot of corvettes and and everybody was right. kind of struggling and then me and hate i think got in there and data showed up and me and data both brought our corvettes and tracks shows up in his mama so we started mopping him up and we were killing him pretty quick but then last night dubs managed to come online after doing a 24-hour shift uh, at work and he's half awake and we were blowing through these CZs and I, I was a little hyperbole I threw in there that we were killing him in like 20 seconds last night. But literally, we were blowing through low intensity CZs in 90 seconds to maybe mm-hmm. two and a half minutes. They were dying yeah. so fast. When you had, uh, thanks, Doug. Under five, well under five minutes for sure. We had two full wings and some extra commanders in there yep. boarding. Yeah, that's at one point there was a ninth commander in there with us. Yeah, yeah, but that was I was gone at that point. I had some family stuff come up where I like bugged mm-hmm. out after like two. So then the groups grew yeah. after that. So even when it was just a few of us, it was amazingly fast how fast we destroyed those things. I'll quit saying the, the word fast. fast. Your wing kept that spot open until there was no other options, and we filled a whole nother wing. And then your spot, and then had another commander. Wow. Yeah, that's, hey, we've been wanting to murder, comma, you know, take control of that forever because we're sick of si- singing Boy George without the payoff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 
Um, okay, so let's let's go on to some of the goings on here. I'm gonna jump a little. I'm once again, I'm gonna break my my rules, I guess, and jump a little bit ahead because I think uh, the next order of business is probably gonna be the uh, the result of last week's CG delivering. Um, or no, sorry, this is the result of the CG from two weeks ago, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. The stations um, being upgraded to full-sized starports with large pads uh, in refinery systems for the sake of making tritium easier to um, acquire in large loads. And that also came with some... Um, I guess you would say these are BGS changes. There are, cha- there are market changes happening, and it was pointed out to me after all of my woes, that uh, Galite is becoming a lot more valuable. <laughs> this is the material that I had <laughs> uh, like 12.6 thousand tons of on my carrier, and uh, the CG ended underneath me. Um, so I don't know what the prices are going to be, but um, I should actually have the text up in front of me and don't, I think... Um, well, anyway, I have, I have, uh, so Galnet news. So this will start reading from today. Uh, so pilots federation alert for the attention of all commanders, the new starports constructed in 10 systems causing increased commodity demand. Um, so I guess this is why the prices are going up. Uh, refinery outposts have been upgraded to starports following an initiative to improve access to two large ships for ref- refueling fleet carriers. That has to be like a like a British sentence formation, right? Wouldn't it be to improve access of large ships? Anyway, whatever. Um I whatever. I'm not going to list out 10 system names. Go look them up. They were they were in the in the news before. Search search Galnet news. I'll include the link. Uh, to this page. And then uh, materials or or commodities, I should say, that have become more valuable because of these fluctuations include bauxite, building fabricators, galite, power generators, rutil, rutil? God, that can't be a real word. Uh, and thermal cooling units. Um, anyway, that's a thing, right? Is, is this, does this need to be discussed or is this a stupid bit of news? Any anybody out there? <laughs> I'm back. Okay. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Okay, that was a quick thing. Um, but the the new stuff that's been going on with community goals are um, the new community goals that have just launched. I think the so did the rare goods um, the rare goods community goals have completed. The Harold Duvall Memorial Ceremony stuff has completed, yes? Yes. yes. Okay, fabulous. Uh, it's here for and only got a 20% discount, not the full 25. Uh, well, it was, it was, that was a hard target to hit, but, but that does result in a 20% discount on Gudamaya ships, right? So now's the time to buy your cutter hulls. But so many people complain that the goal of the week before was too easy. So they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're dialing it in. Twice. And we That's only- for sure. I I think we. Oh, I'm sorry. I think I was talking over you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I am fairly certain that they um, did a bit of a stealth adjustment to the goals 
partway through that, it seemed like we were getting nowhere, and then suddenly we got a big boost, but not enough to make it to the end. Does everybody feel that way? I saw people posting. They thought they changed it, but I, I mentioned my week. Mm-hmm. I wasn't able to pay attention yeah. to it. I, I I have no idea. I, I, I caught bits and pieces, but it definitely seemed... I, I mean, this... From my understanding, once again, I may be talking out of my ass because I didn't participate. I didn't have time to participate. It seemed like this was a very, very difficult community goal when you're transporting rare goods. That's, you know. The being that the most of the goods you could only get in quantities of 12, um, the Lavian brandy, you could buy 24 at a time. And that was it. Um, I did, I did some, um, it was quite fun actually, uh, in the sense that it, it caused some changes. You know, you weren't just bringing T9s all the time. Uh, and I did a little bit of both in the sense that I ran individual loads. You had to go quite a distance. It was about 200 light years for the Lavian brandy. Um, and I, I ran some loads myself in like a Phantom and then I switched and Um, I actually loaded my carrier up with like, I think I only did like four or five runs of 24 and then zoomed the carrier over and I rebuilt my Mamba with 24 tons of cargo space so I could, um, you know, run this stuff to the station in a fully, well, a nearly fully outfitted combat ship, one that looked fully outfitted anyway, and try to get some attention. And I, and I did. I succeeded in actually scoring a little bit of uh, PvP gameplay in that case, um, which was uh, kind of fun. M- mostly, you know, you, you get dropped in, you start battling somebody, and then uh, their wingmates drop in and it's time to leave. But that's why I picked the Mamba, so I could decide when the fight was going to end, <laughs> regardless of what anybody else wanted. Gotcha, gotcha. So, but it was it was weird, too, because the... I, I know everybody, I think, experienced this at one time or another. There was, like, a weird concentration of NPC ships just outside the destination station, I guess, for the sake of the memorial ceremony, and it caused, like, massive lag, which... I I thought I had an explanation for that it had to do with network stuff, but somebody was saying they were experiencing the same thing in solo, so I'm not sure. But um, yeah, like even systems that it, it didn't seem to matter if you had like an overpowered GPU or not, it was going to kind of slow you to noticeably lower frame rates, uh, regardless of where you started from. It seems it's almost always the network side of it rather than. Um, it seems you know, that way. Yeah, it's it's not graphics pushing in this game. It's 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 network bullshit. Yeah. And yeah. you want to hear unpopular opinion of the week? It hit me. I love the CGs are back. I just hardly care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I I mean I love it, but all of a sudden it pulls people away from things that they're doing. So hmm. those that actually are involved in the sandbox, all of a sudden you feel like you should be going and doing this thing. It's like, yeah, but I'm really busy killing shit in our war. Or man, yeah. I really wanted to unlock this this week, or you know, do this and. I, I guess it goes back to, you know, my normal opinion is I love anything they put in the game, you know, because yeah. it just adds more to the galaxy. But I, I hate when it starts to feel like 
you almost feel obligated to do it. And that might be the rewards being almost too good. Like this new one that's coming right now. Like it's the like, one we're ugh. about to get to. Yeah, the one yeah. we're about to get to. I'm looking at it, I'm like, well, fuck, now I'm going to have to do that one. <laughs> so before we get there, though, um, if I'm not mistaken, is that a tie I see on the horizon? Yeah, I hopped in. I'm only going to be here for a little bit. So, so. What's up, brother? Good hey. to see you. What's up, man? What's up? What's up, y'all? Welcome. We're, um, well, whatever. We're doing We're a happy episode, so you the first that. half of this show. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Is that good, um, huh? it's not the worst podcast I've ever recorded, but those <laughs> happened seven years ago when I didn't know what I was doing. So this is kind of a step back for me. I'm usually better. I don't Did know. You, have you listened to episode one of the show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Ah, you, you did fine. I, it was, I think episode two is the one where you were Fully solo, solo, wasn't it? Yeah. It was your yeah. Ty's soliloquy. Solo. Yeah, that, oh that my one. God. Solo is hard if you if you had all the experience in the world as a broadcaster, solo would be hard. I would love to know, Ty. We were just discussing the recently completed uh CG and we we're about to jump into the new one. Mm-hmm. Are you are you hanging around for some chit chat? Yeah, I'll be here for about I got about 10, 15 minutes. So, all right. Well, let's let's hit this new stuff. So, what's going on now is a continuation of the storyline regarding the murder of Harold Duvall, mm-hmm. and now Denton Petraeus has, um, some would say, gone a little nuts. Some would say back to his old tricks, perhaps. But he's decided. Uh, to do a little bit of uh, seizing some systems, they basically have decided that Liz Ryder, the engineer, is the one responsible for supplying the explosives. And now, um, you know, you should you should read the stories in Galnet. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna just read all the news exactly, but it exists there, and I'll, I'll post the links. But basically, now we have a combat CG for the first time in a lot in a while. So Liz Ryder belongs to the faction, the Eurybia Blue Mafia, and basically we've got you. You pick a side. It's either them or this Keltim Empire League. Am I saying that right? Anyway, an, an Imperial faction, and. They're, they're trying to basically go into terrorist lockdown and, and eliminate this, uh, blue mafia faction. So pick a side to fight for. Um, uh, let's see. What do I want to describe? I want to describe the, the rewards that are being promised are going to be if you choose to fight for the empire, basically the empire is going to seize control of these systems. Um, and NL hate, I think you were. I saw some chatter earlier today in Discord. What what are the BGS ramifications of the Empire taking over these systems? I was having a little bit of an emergency here at the house. Can you give me some backfill? Uh, yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> I honestly don't know the answer to my question. So I'm going to, <laughs> if, unless anybody else um, wants to jump in, maybe I'll switch to the okay. other thing for well, a second. <laughs> Oh, my phone is not muted, by the way. Well, uh, hey, hey, what we're talking about is is the the new CG and yes. getting into that, and what the BGS ramifications are of uh, of who you're fighting for. We saw some of them yesterday evening. Uh, there is the wrong kind of lockdown in the four lockdown systems. Mm. Okay, explain um, that a little bit, please. 
If you filter the galaxy map by faction state for lockdown, those systems do not pop up. <laughs> so, And is that because there's an individual station that's on lockdown instead of the system itself? Is that what it is? The faction that is in charge is in lockdown. So the whole system, if it was a regular lockdown, would come up as a lockdown. Okay. Power play power has done that. It is it is popping up interestingly. Um, So what do you basically if if the Empire side of this combat CG is victorious, they will those systems will become Imperial systems. Do we know what that will mean for the game going forward? Those four systems are already Imperial systems. The ones that are in lockdown. Now Uribaya, I'm terribly confused. Urabaya is not an imperial system, though. Okay. Okay. It will become imperial. And then Liz Ryder will be replaced with a, a citizen of the Empire. Yes. Oh, okay. And then the... Uh, oh, I'm, I'm really confused, though, because... Right, never mind. I carry for it, because I'm like, the well, rewards for fighting for Liz Ryder seem like... Yeah, amazing. And I'll, I'll I'll get to that. I guess I I so the if so I'm going to read the text here. If victorious, demolition unlimited workshop will continue providing services to commanders with existing access, but future access will be handled by the empire. Um, so this is why I ask because to me this doesn't mean anything. It doesn't seem like anything's going to change it's, for the players. It's a power play, not a BGS. Okay. Okay. All right. So why would we fight for this side rather than the reward for the other? Yeah. So side? so for I'm, context, then uh, in the four systems that are that didn't Petraeus has forced into lockdown. Uh, if you go there, they have the the little the little Galnet articles at those stations. Those articles give you the political reason for the motivations for the neo-Marlinists. The CG that we're doing is for the neo-Marlinist liberation army, mm-hmm. which is two different things. It's like a, ter- a terrorist wing of kind yes. of originating from those people, but it's doesn't represent the, all of them. Exactly. Uh, and there may be more of those little articles hidden through the, the outsides of Imperial space that may give mm-hmm. more or conflicting insight. Right, right. And I see some stuff like that ha- is starting to be tracked in the lore discussion channel on the Discord. So come and join in if big, you big aren't sh- already. Big old shout out to uh, that fellow at Canon who originally said that and then sent our friend Professor Awan. Uh, Crim Shadow from Canon sent Professor A1 out there to look for those. Uh, and then I, I linked our good friend from Lave Radio, Watherspoon, that information. And he has gone out and verified those as well. Right on, right on. So the other side of the combat CG, the side that I think I'm going to end up playing for, uh, this is... Basically, the uh, Euribia Blue Mafia faction, uh, where Liz Ryder's engineer base is, 
If victorious, supporters ending in the top 75% of contributors will have a fully engineered, lightweight, and high-capacity Class II seeker missile rack with thermal cascade put into storage for them at uh, the port there in um, whatever that system is on the 10th of October when when this uh, comes to a close. Uh, so this is this is, and I think I'm reading right. Uh, it is a fully engineered with two mods at the same time, lightweight and high capacity. So I suppose it would end up having uh, a reduced integrity, but you'd get the benefits of high capacity without the additional weight, and, and in fact, probably with less weight than a regular seeker missile rack. Okay, I have two questions. Yeah. A, first of dubs, what's the benefit of that particular mod? And it looks like we get, what, one of these just randomly thrown into our... Sounds like one module you yeah, put into storage. Yeah, just one module. I mean, the high cap is pretty obvious what its benefit is. Just a shit ton more ammunition, or, I mean, double ammunition. But the fact that it's also G5-ing out the lightweight, uh, I would assume that it's not going to be as lightweight as a normal G5 lightweight, but it's still going to wind up being lighter than uh, yeah. a, a non-engineered module. It, it, high so capacity first, usually adds 100% of mass. So lightweight on top of that, which reduces it to like minus 80% or something. So you should be under the weight of an unengineered class two seeker missile rack. You would think, I mean, I guess it depends on what order the engineering happens. Is this the first module we've seen where they're doing um, like two engineering things yeah. on it? Never yeah. heard of it before. That I've I've never seen either. That's why I'm like, this is like, why is anybody fighting for any side other than this to get this I'm, random? Unless you consider <laughs> lightweighting an advanced missile rack, then you have double the ammunition with the lighter right. weight. But that's dump fire. Well, dump fire only, right. yeah. Well, and it's question, not double, guess, it's, it's more, but it's not double. Well, the follow-up question is, do we think that this is going to be something they're going to do in Odyssey? Like, are they going to let us... Do some sort of double stacking engineering. Double on, engineering. On, I mean, they have been, which would be kind I of like the that opposite just, of the direction I, I figured they would go with it. So, <laughs> yeah, I, f- I feel like that would further the gap between you know the newer players and the people ganking them. I mean, that would just make it that much worse. Well, that that yeah. was like when I I started this. I said I have two questions, and the first was you know what this weapon is, and second is. Why? I, I don't. Is there is there going to be some purpose for this? Is it because as uh, Ty jumped in with one speculation there, with uh, is this going to be the new way engineering will be, where we can get stacked effects on stuff, or is this something to do with where the storyline is going, where people who are really into this? Because I mean, top seventy five percent of contributors—that's three quarters of people who help—are mm-hmm. going to get. Yeah this benefit so it's a lot of people are going to get this which then will encourage you just to even just help a little bit you can help on the next step of it is is this a stepping stone or is this jumping forward to odyssey stuff has anybody seen any speculation that's where when i first saw this i was like okay what it, what module does the other side get and the other side just went well it's going to be an empire system instead of a federation system after this like well wait these these aren't just you know a or B options, it's it's 
well, what does this mean and what does that mean? So I'm, I'm actually far more intrigued than I would be otherwise, but I'm hoping somebody has a theory. I have not seen speculation to that effect. Um, honestly, it, it seems to me like a one-off, like it'll be a unique item that, um, you know, anyone who joins the game later or didn't participate isn't going to have. Um, it's not. And we've always seen how that comes off with the player. <laughs> well, here, here's the other thing. Like, it's not like this particular mod would, would make it super overpowered or something. Um, the high capacity is a typical, that's a, that's a popular mod for a missile rack. It's what you want is more ammo. This negates one of the problems with it by lightweight engineering it. It, it kind of fixes that it, it adds a bunch of weight to it, but the weight is not that big a deal for most ships that you would be using missiles on. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's interesting because it's never happened before and it's like something you wouldn't be able to do on your own. But it's not like you put these on a ship and suddenly you're overpowered. Especially, it's a, it's a single hard point you're putting. That that's the thing. Right. I mean, this is almost or what you're saying is you see it more as just like it's a decal. You own this seeker rack that you wouldn't well, have. People otherwise. have, like you say, like how well the unique items and stuff. Like thinking about the Cobra Mark IV that most people don't have access to, and everybody wonders. It's well, it, not it's complete. Like, I know, I know. Right. It has I've, it has uses and some people like it for certain things, but for the most part it's not like it's this extremely desirable ship. It's not the FDL. It's not something that is going to be like part of the meta and if you don't have it you're at a massive disadvantage and likewise with this module. Especially considering it's not like a module you can purchase later on where it falls in the combat things change where also this would become overpowered. You can only have one, you're going to have one. So it doesn't, it's never going to destroy the game for sure. My curiosity is, uh, because I, I would rather like a lighter high capacity class two rack. I don't know how much I would use it, but I could put it on one of, on, on something that I wanted to be a lightweight ship and might not otherwise put a high capacity missile rack on because of the weight. Um, can I change the experimental effect? Because on normal engineering, yeah. you can change the experimental without altering the modification. Hmm. You know, I'm can I throw overload on there instead or something? I'm wondering if we need this to go down a trench on like a, a, a you know, Death Star. Deaded. No, I was going to go with like a <laughs> deaded uh, brown dwarf. Thing, something other than Death Star. I was trying to not be, <laughs> <laughs> not be like that. Copywriting, but you know, we do have you know a game coming out tomorrow, and now you know tomorrow. What do you mean tomorrow? It's coming out in like an hour and a half. I don't know if you ought to realize that. Um, depends on what time zone you're in, point. I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be. I think from what I was reading, it's supposed to be available like around eleven central. So. No, now you guys got your preload. Yeah, it's done, finished. All that. All right, yeah. I, I assumed. I, I, anybody listening to this, it won't matter because it's going to be tomorrow when you hear this, which means this is from the past. But we'll go from there. Whoa. But yeah, I, need to get need to get your down pre-download done. And yeah, I'm I, I'm pumped. Star Wars Squadron is what we're talking about. Nobody yeah. said yep. that yet. Yep. <laughs> well, I don't want to see some cyst. Well. <laughs> 
<laughs> Did we okay. get a cease and desist and I missed it? <laughs> well, he trashed You should have heard the crap star. that went down in the first part of the show. <laughs> yeah, well, you've been a mess. <laughs> Nevertheless, I am. I'm about to just avoid though, gentlemen. Um, I will final say this, words on the CGs. I will say this about the CG. I am happy that they're back. However, I just I'm kind of like Chig. I just don't know if I care right now. I know that sounds horrible. Oh, just, can, my unpopular opinion is shared by you. Can, can I offer you guys this one thing before Ty steps away? Perhaps that's not such a bad thing. Um, CGs make you feel like you have to participate because they were so uncommon. Yeah. And yeah. if they're always going on, like it has been back to back to back. They're always mm-hmm. going on. So just grab the next one. No big deal. Yeah. yeah. That's actually kind of where I'm at with it. Uh, I think they're great that they're back. I like the fact that they're back, but like I went out and did a little Raxla hunting uh, in my freaking uh, uh, fleet carrier Corvette. last week. Yeah, my oh. Corvette too. And uh, I was wrong, of course. And then I come back. Uh, actually, I, I, I'm planning to do some mining this weekend. And actually, I say I'm going to do some mining this weekend. And then I've realized that squadron starts this weekend, so there's a good chance that's all I'm going to be doing this weekend. So. <laughs> I, I, uh, hope, I, I hope we can get you, you in Discord tomorrow night, Ty, because I think we'll be doing. I think our Discord is going to be pretty jammed tomorrow night with people playing some squadrons. Um, I am planning to be here tomorrow night, but we'll see how it goes. So, right. yeah, right. And I'll tell you guys everything right. that's going on whenever I get back. So, yeah, don't be a stranger. Fair enough. Yep. Yep. Thanks for checking in. Yep, and thanks for holding down the fort, guys. I'll see you guys later. Cheers, Take care, brother. All right. So, all right, all right. Have have we have we hit the CG stuff hard enough yet? Yes. Uh, Anybody have any other opinions (laughs) on it? I mean, I guess I guess the missile racks are cool, but that's not the main victory of this CG for Liz. It's sticking it to the dirty, nasty empire. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's the real like, victory like that's blowing the up their death yeah. star <laughs> nobody blew up their stations it was an inside job just so they could take over more systems oh wait no there star has, killer base <laughs> star killer. there has been a lively discussion that i was happy to participate in somewhat today in discord about all the theories of how this could end up being a, a frame job by Denton Petraeus or some kind of a false flag thing. And wh- why would the Rubia Blue Mafia have anything to do with this? The, the Galnet News article insinuates that they, I guess they, they tracked, they, they started monitoring shipments or whatever and tried to figure that when the explosives were smuggled into the station, um, it was on shipments from this faction. Uh, and then they turn around and say, well, you know, Liz Ryder has the technical know-how to put explosives, you know, she's the demolition expert. But the whole point was that it had Thargoid enzyme in it. And I say Thargoid enzyme has nothing to do with Liz Ryder. You can buy that from any human tech broker. They, the, in the Galnet article, in fact, I've got it here on this other tab, um, it literally says, uh, da, 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 I'm trying to find the spot, where they talk about the explosive, that it matches exactly the profile of um, the, uh, the ordinance on enzyme missiles, right? 
Oh, gosh. Should have read this before. I, I'm pretty sure that's what it said. <laughs> Does anybody remember? Anyway, th- that has nothing to do with List Rider. Enzyme missiles are bought from human tech brokers. So why isn't Dentimetraeus invading every human tech broker system? That's a lot of systems. Yeah, I know. All right. Well, and, and, but then he, he comes back and says, like, well, they're, they're, they tracked it to the shipments, the cargo transports linked to the Arabia Blue Mafia. So um, I don't know. There, there's a lot of theories being thrown around. Probably we're digging way too deep, and it's it's a complicated story that probably involves some betrayal. But maybe we're going a little too far. Hmm? Uh, perhaps I don't know if we don't go f- if we're going too far or not far enough. It's this game. You start, <laughs> especially ever since you know the professor joined joined our Discord. I realized there are so many layers to freaking everything that yeah, I, I don't. I don't know how you know deep the rabbit hole goal rabbit hole goes, and if I should be taking the red pill or the blue pill because there is so many things in this that honestly I think the developers have. Uh, I think you're the one that said it one time. Is like, are the developers just so patient because they know how big this universe is that they not they're not worried about us finding everything. They're just we'll find it when we find it, and they'll just keep adding little things because it just keeps getting deeper and there's more stuff just saying that sure sure because um, okay. I did see you guys in Discord discussing that, and I I saw you <laughs> defending the one side of it. You know, well, what about blah blah? Was it Apoc? You were no. Who was it you were debating with? There, there were several. There were okay. several because okay. there's, there's some. Um, I also think this is interesting from the perspective of loose screws in our Discord and the whole community in general, because not everybody in Discord is part of our faction. Our faction is independent, um, and commanders are coming from wherever they're role-playing wants to support, right? There's plenty of people in here who were like, for the Empire, you know, as soon as this went down, they're like, we're going to take this Liz Ryder person to task. And... Um, yeah. you know, so, so like, like you said, I, I was sort of defending one side. Ultimately, um, I think it's all sort of funny. Like I was engaging in the discussion for the sake of, I, I was kind of being the naysayer to whatever somebody was saying. Oh, you never um, do that. I don't, I don't know. You're never contrarian. You, mean. you are never <laughs> contrarian ever. So, uh, but I, I, I do think it's, it's sort of funny, all, all the theories everybody was coming up with and, and some of them might have some legitimacy, to them, because there is all this complicated stuff, and I am going to be watching that lore channel carefully, and I hope everyone, everyone listening at home does too. Um, um, okay, what what else? Any, anything else on this? Do you guys ready to move on? I quit carrying yesterday, so move forward. Yeah. It sounds rad. Sounds <laughs> rad. Um, okay, one more. Qu- I'm gonna. I'm jumping around again. One more quick thing. Operation Ida repaired four stations. All the way in a single week. Yep. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's like this is those, those guys. That that's it's why me dusting off my hands. Uh, honestly, that's why this last um, CG was rare goods, so they couldn't just overwhelm yes. it in a few days. Right. So it, it made right. sense. And um, they took that CG time off to just stock their carriers with stuff they would need for the repairs, and then they just dropped them. Yep. They, they they don't fuck around. <laughs> they they no. know how to move cargo. What were you oh, saying, Hate? 
Operation Ida's uh, bot that actually does Ida's work uh, tracked 3,500 tons that Ida didn't do. And the rest of the more than a million <laughs> were all done and recorded on the Ida Discord. Wow. Well, about hey, right. There you go. Some, some other people. <laughs> Ida and some other people uh, repaired four stations. <laughs> One dude in a T9 for like right. two an hours. hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, no. Probably that, that's... Pepper Grinder. Where he, where's he been? <laughs> guessing it was probably him. Building up his new account. All right. Got Ooh, it. New accounts. Sexy. Yeah, it's on a PC now. You right see. on. Um, so let's see. Um, do you uh, let's let's take a vote. Let's take a vote right now. Do you guys want to do a chig chat now or do you guys want to talk about the game development news that happened? It's one and then the other. Which do you want to do first? I want to hear some music. Well, if, if game well, if game development news, let's make that our main topic. So let's yep. do chig chat now. Okay, and second question, follow-up question, which Chig Chat music do you want? Uh, that's on you. We've been over this. Oh, Oops. random number generator? Wait, what did Dubs say? Dubs wants oh, to hear Ty, Ty singing. singing it. Yeah. yeah. Ty singing it. Uh, which right. version? Oh, no, which, the, other uh, Ty twice. the most recent, the most recent okay. one you've shared. We're going to we're gonna redo the good... Okay, here we oh, go. It's hey, y'all, it's Chig Chat. Oh, we're going to get our Chig our Chat up off in here, I tell you what. Where the cheese at? <laughs> it's pretty outstanding. <laughs> it, it, Beautiful. It's, it's impressive. He says he planned that. I'm going to call bullshit. He did that right on the cuff. I, I think he just freaking just shot that out. I, right. I bet he planned it so far as he knew he was going to use that accent. I, that's I, it. He has another accent. <laughs> just, just curious. Um, Boy, guy right. leaves the room for a second. You're going to leave the room for a second? What? No, no. I'm saying oh, he leaves no. the room for a second. You just suddenly, yeah. you think he talks like the, the banjo. Okay, well, I'm sorry. You're not adjusting his octave. You know, we lose <laughs> track of what he sounds like. All right. This week's I, Chick Chat is going to be I real brief. too. <laughs> because we need to get into the dev diary stuff this week. So all that I want to do this week is just do a uh, just a couple quick shout outs. I had a whole... Other thing I wanted to get into in case we wanted to try to get some more length on this show, but we're you know fifty minutes in, so I think once we get into the dev stuff, we'll we'll have a full length show. So I'm just gonna this week. I just want to give a couple shout outs, uh, Discord shout outs. First, Crash. I didn't hear you guys shout out last week how we boosted our Discord server all the way up to like level two. Thank you, dude. That oh, was yeah. that was crazy. All of a sudden, one guy sending that many boosts. Uh, it 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 helps with sound quality. Helps with uh, banners. You know, there's all kinds of stuff we can do on the server. So uh, we do appreciate that. You're a valued member of the community, and thank you so much. And then uh, the I got two more just quick shoutouts, just because we always have people join and they'll join in chat and uh, a voice chat and in in uh, text chat, you know, and stuff. But we've had a couple new members here join in the last month who've just become like mainstays in voice chat. Passive Instantly. and Manitouk. You guys, I'm just giving you guys a shout out because honestly, I, it's cool to have people just 
become a part of the community so quickly. You're just like, I, I look and it's like, oh, voice chat. Hey, look who's here. It's it's mm-hmm. those guys, you know, you guys, you guys are good stuff. And I, I, I appreciate you guys so much. Uh, passive, laid back guy, Manituk. Laid back guy, except he loves to argue with me. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't take any offense. It's all good stuff. And who and would argue with you? I, uh, shut up. <laughs> Wait, what? All right. That's that's all I have. To, uh, like I said, I had another topic, but I, I think we want to get into some of the awesomeness this week because people usually accuse us of being overly salty at times. Though <laughs> we try not to. I mean. I feel we try to just be laid back. I, I'm going to say Trax gets us in trouble way more than anybody else. Throwing him Wait, under the bus. Really? But, uh, no, I do not. But uh, <laughs> It was just that. How once. dare you, sir? Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, no. Let's, let's, let's move on to the awesome stuff. That's great. Okay. Well, I, I don't, do I really? Okay. That's fine. <laughs> let's let that let's let that ride. I was gonna say I thought I was pretty positive lately, but anyways. Um so uh the stuff that happened this week, the the dev diary, this was launch week for dev diary, and that meant we got uh another one of these uh short, like under 10-minute uh produced video segments that involve some interviews and a bunch of new images and discussing a couple of new features. And then uh f- following that, today there was a live stream. So it actually part of the news was that the video leaked early. Um the community managers Stephen and Art said that one of their friends or media partners or something uh, pushed a button to to launch it a day early by accident uh, and then it immediately got pulled down but then and I think to their credit they just said well whatever and and moved ahead they they marched forward <laughs> uh and and said let's just release it now um that meant that they basically just suddenly went live on Twitch kind of unprepared and I I watched part of it and it was, you know, they, they both popped up. They're both in their homes unprepared to do a stream and they were adjusting their graphics live as it streamed out and, and pulling things into shape and stuff. It, it was clearly true that they were unprepared. Um, I liked it because it seemed different from even just a couple of short months ago where we would see, I don't know if you would say like denials that the wrong thing had happened, but they, they didn't address it in the way that I thought maybe they wanted to. And the way that they are now, I I see it now as like, they said, Hey, somebody push that button, (laughs) whatever. We're just going with it. You know, while you were saying that whole spiel, I was just nodding my head. People can't see that. Obviously. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And and I mean, and guess what? This is, this is kind of like what I thought before. Like, why not just, uh, just talk openly about the way this stuff goes down? Like, oh, that was early. We didn't mean to. I'm thinking about like the Odyssey, the very first trailer yep. that we got that, um, everybody still argues, was it early and by how much? Because I, I kind of think only by a matter of hours because the Steam like wish list thing was ready to go. Uh, I st- I still think the more I think about it, it was a week early. Because week? why would you why would you put that out just days before the fleet carrier launch? 
why not launch fleet carriers, right. all that excitement, then put it out the week after? That, that's mm-hmm. that's why I still I still think it was a week early. Yeah, that that makes sense. But we didn't get any uh like kind of acknowledgement of that. It's not exactly. like we're being lied to, but it's it was just sort of like they just didn't talk about it. And they sort of said, Yeah, like it it came out when it came out, kind of thing. Um and now they were just like, Whoa, something happened, haha, <laughs> and they laughed. And you know, it makes them seem like people. <laughs> and I mean, I know they're people. <laughs> you know they're people, but do you does everyone out there realize they're people all the time? Because the way they, yeah. you know, I, I, it makes me think I about the way that, they but, often get treated. But you have, you know, a public image and 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 so you, you want to portray that you have a plan and that it's good. And if something comes off before it's supposed to, you know, you want to throw that PR yeah. side. And that's what I think they did the first time. Now, this time, I think somebody fucked up again. <laughs> So now it just seems like they might be a touch incompetent. I don't know. So, well, so if, but I, but I, they're saying it was one of their media partners. Yes, um, I know. And that's where I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, that came off very snarky. I, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean to say that they, <laughs> they're in, incompetent, but, 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 you know, honestly, this is the second like big release that came out early and they handled it completely differently both times as you were just saying. So I, yeah. you know, I, I'm, I'm literally, I was just joking, but it's, uh, it's think, how you handle these things. Yeah. I think that the point that I'm trying to kind of uh, circle around here is when, when we've done interviews with the community managers, with Stephen Benedetti, uh, again, uh, Bruce Garrido, a little later on, they specifically said that kind of when they came on, they came on to a culture that wasn't as communicative as they thought it should be. And they were making strides to try to change that. And I, we've had confirmations from Arthur as well, uh, to the same regard. Basically, it seems like starting with Stephen, perhaps there, there has been sort of a deliberate move to open that all back up again. And I think this could be like a large cruise ship taking a long time to turn, but we're finally at the point where we can be real about it. That's kind of how I felt. And I'm making a lot of assumptions, I know, but that's how I felt when they reacted that way. And I'm with you. I, they're the way that they've handled things in the past and the way that they're handling things now. It's, you know, we've, We've talked to Bruce. We've talked to Stephen. I've never talked to Arthur directly, either through text or through, you know, uh, voice chat. But even today with uh, the discussion they were having, Arthur is like my favorite guy at FDev. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. there, there's just there's no bullshit with them i you know i, I i've got a great bullshit meter and i can tell when somebody's <laughs> dancing around something he he doesn't he he tells things like as we get farther into this discussion some of the things today yeah. you know i i was driving around washing cars and doing all kinds of shit and i'm listening to their live stream you know uh, on youtube wearing headphones and, and listening to it, you know, it's cutting in and out as you know, my signal is good and bad by cell phone stuff. But I, I, every time I've heard him talk, I really want to have, get him in for an interview because it's, you know, good old Arf. He's, Mm -hmm. he's, he, when, when you, when you, when you listen to him talk, uh, there's times that I almost feel, 
I can almost hear Stephen just kind of cringing at how straightforward <laughs> Arthur is. You know, Arthur just like we'll yeah. talk about. Actually, I'll just go right into it now. Like Do during it. that thing today, the CQC thing is there going to be CQC on foot? And yeah. I'm like, oh God, please say that it's not a thing for actually going to have Fortnite, blah blah blah. And he goes, <laughs> and Arthur goes, we're not, we're not going to talk about that. You know, I don't think that's something that is. But yes, and he just <laughs> he just said yes. You know, and it's like, yeah, okay, is that good or bad? I don't know. But at least now it's like, okay, so that is kind of in their thought process that they want to have something like that mixed in. And yeah. I just I love that he said that. He he directly said like I'm I'm not talking about that yet because it's a feature that I want to save for later because we've got until early next year before this comes out and we want to keep being able to feed you stuff. Like he just said yeah. I'm dodging this question. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? But, but he said I'm going to complete dodge completely dodge yeah. this question, but yes. You know, he said right. yes in there. You know, I mean it was yeah. it was good. I I love right. that he killed he he's that uh, candid with it. He doesn't, yeah, he's yeah. not afraid to drop some crumbs like that. And it mm-hmm. seems like almost, you know, being that he's the newest community, uh, uh, well, he's in charge. Yeah. He's, he, he was put in charge. So he's allowed to say whatever he wants, but it yeah. seems like he's like, I'll say what I feel like I can because I'm the new boss and I, I love it. It's great. Okay, so let's let's tackle it like this. We have a video, and then we have a live stream where they explain some more. Um, the 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 live stream where they were admitting that it it um, launched early had basically nothing in it because they weren't really prepared, but they just wanted to like be real and talk about that. Mm-hmm. Then the live stream today uh, contained a couple more um, live interviews with a lot more questions about the features. They they occasionally solicited questions, and I was there in the chat. Uh, it, it took them a long hard. time to get to them. It it did. They had they sort of set aside a couple of little chunks of time, and I was hammering hard in the Twitch chat trying to get a couple of questions answered. And I feel like they were very, um, very strongly dodging my questions. (laughs) I felt extremely ignored. Um, But I think they kind of had a few things that, that, as with the previous one, what this was about was a specific thing. So this was about locations and there was some information about like the suits and how we're going to interact with NPCs. So, Well, um, to also keep in mind, it was also about the fact that we actually saw people moving. Like I had talked about after the last few, it's like, well, big part of this is seeing people move. You know, a multiplayer game is, you know, are we going to move robotically? And then they got into motion capture and then modified motion capture. It was was very intriguing. I would almost want to back up a step even farther Mm -hmm. to to go to the actual video, like that four-minute whatever it was video, where we actually saw, you know, the inside of stations and outside Mos Eisley spaceport. I mean, outside a dusty bowl, <laughs> uh, you know, port that they were talking about. I'd rather kind of start talking about that first and then move into sure. what we saw today. Okay. Well, I, I think it's a little bit all tied together. I mean, the, people should go watch the video, but what we see is the view inside a station from being on foot. And it seems, and this is sort of later confirmed, I guess, but 
there's a few different locations. They've said um, outposts, uh, starports, and, uh, and so I mean those as two separate things, right? Outposts are the small mm-hmm. ones, starports, and uh, planetary settlements and Settlement, bases. Yeah. And those are kind of different categories too. So in this, in the sense of like where you land your ship on a landing pad, like a starport, you have these social hubs. And then in the video, we get to see a lot from the windows and we see, and it's definitely real that like the, the goings on inside of a Coriolis station is viewable from the window of the social hub. You're standing there in that building. You're watching live as players come in and out of that station. Uh, and then I'm, so then I'm assuming that's going to carry all over, right? We're likewise going to see, yeah, yeah, you know, why not? Um, and, and well, okay. So what was, what do you want to pick out from the, the initial video? I, for me, in the past, I've always been, eh, you know, on the ground, whatever, you know, I, I, the space likes things has never been a huge selling point for me. And honestly, Right now, even this seems like it's another game attached to this game, but that's good in a lot of ways. And I think it's super cool. Like the views from like that, they were inside of Coriolis and they're sitting there looking up and you see ships flying through the mail slot and everything else. And if they actually tie all of that together, so like if I'm standing in the bar with tracks and we're just bullshitting and then dubs flies his uh uh asp scout asp scout and just smashes into the glass to say hi you know the fact that if they can get all of those (laughs) systems working together it just makes that get the galaxy so level from the micro to the macro you know it just it pulls it all together and that's where i was the most excited is they're they're literally making this just this whole living galaxy that we can be a part of and then they threw in where i mean remember back when he the first odyssey trailer came out and then they had the concept art and it's like well that looks like a travel agent maybe we can book a flight to another system <laughs> you can do that they just said you know it's, yeah. it's crazy yeah. and then even the on foot they said if your ship is on the on the bay, you can walk around your ship to get an idea of scale and stuff. These are all right. things they've said in the last three days. It's 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 yeah. blown my mind, and I, I don't want to get all fanboy, but it's it's exciting that they've added all of this. It does seem like it's a secondary game being added to this game, especially with the adding the thing that they're going to add a CQC element to this. It's it's just weird to me that the, it's. They literally have created a first-person shooter that they're just attaching to this game, and it's going to be one giant galaxy. I, I'm, I'm super excited. Well, so you're making it sound kind of separate, and I think like one of the things that they've specifically confirmed in the last few days is the interactivity of you know when you're on a mission on foot, you can be fully supported by you know, wingmates or just other players in SRVs, in starships. Uh, you're all in the same reality. So it, it isn't it isn't demarcated where you're only going to interact. Like you were saying, we can see Dubs crashing the Asp Scout, which he'll definitely do right into that window. And it makes me believe Ty can do his Hulk smash and crush you if you're at Mos Eisley. 
You know, just, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, it, it's it's exciting. Um, I don't want to forget about the other people who are supposedly on this podcast with us. What <laughs> do you uh, hate a dove? Somebody holler in. What is your what is your what was your favorite part of the video? Somebody yell. The stream. Oh man. Well, uh, I think we were kind of concentrating on the video first, but I'm having a real hard time separating it. Yeah, so let's it's just all go it's in. all combined. Just go to town, bro. Yeah, stream. Uh, Kaizen from our sister station, Elite Week. Uh, asked a question, and as soon as Stephen had enough time to read it, he he gave this half of a nod, and he smiled just just a little. And and the, during the stream, that while they were talking about the motion capture, Kaizen asked, "How did you guys get the motion capture for the Thargoids on on foot?" <laughs> and he, he stirred a reaction out of Stephen with it. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I yeah, that that's that sounds fine. I would react to that too. <laughs> I hope we see Thargoids, whatever. I don't I don't I'm somebody somebody cut me off here. I feel like I'm I'm poo-pooing something <laughs> but, that I actually think is very fun. <laughs> I I th- I, I a- absolutely. Kai Kai's got an ability to ask questions and ability to get reactions, but sometimes a question's going to get a reaction no matter whether there's <laughs> anything behind it or not. I really hope we do have some Thargoids on foot, but asking that question, you definitely would get a reaction, you know, either way. I, I, I yeah. Good job, Mr. Zen. Good job. <laughs> what do you think, Dubs? Uh, we'll be completely honest with you. I haven't watched all the videos yet pertaining to it. God damn slack. see the video. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I'm slacking when it comes to keeping up with the times. <laughs> you know, I just get on here and like to go blow shit up half the time or waste right, well, an hour buying modules. Then yeah. let me, let, let's do it like this. Um, you just jump in with any questions you have while we're talking. Um, <clears throat> and that way we'll get some, we'll, we'll, you, you, yours will be the perspective of somebody who hasn't seen these videos before. I, I, mean, um, I saw some of the videos. Yeah, I think. Uh, <laughs> well, what, what did maybe you a think? Five minute version. <clears throat> yeah, you saw the well, short, think, shorter version and some of the stuff yeah. that they they had in there. What did you think? I mean, I mean, I saw the the part where you know they were doing the the in station uh, parts, the tour about the different uh, the new companies involved and like the different stations or kiosks you had to buy things. You know, I didn't really get a lot of information since they didn't release a lot of it. But being able to to watch inbound traffic as in you as if you are you know actually in that instance and not taken off to a a separate instance uh, exactly. seems, uh, seems like it's going to open some possibilities for the the interplay you know the, the what do you call it the intermixing of the the play styles and you know I'll be able to sit there and watch out the window on foot and heckle people in the local chat about their horrible <laughs> landing jobs. <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to some rubber banding while standing in the bar watching. I mean, Wait, what? maybe, maybe they'll fix it. We don't know. Maybe there's going to be a whole new networking protocol, and we won't see any of these issues. I, I think being so forward with showing us directly that, and and saying so in words like this, this is a player. Like that's a player ship flying in, and you're watching it from the other side. They're proud and they're not hiding that. So I think, I think it has to be that work has been done to kind of improve the instancing and networking. 
Yeah, I, I am kind of wondering how they're going to balance like the dude on foot being able to really give much assistance to someone in SRV or a you know a ship when it comes to you know yeah. combining combat. I mean, what's a dude on the gun with the or a dude on the ground <laughs> with a blaster going to do? Get squashed by Ty's Corvette? Ty <laughs> <I mean, laughs> smash. Okay. Now to that to that angle though. Um, so one of the things that they did talk about on the stream, uh, they talked about the suits, the different suits, but they also had um, one of the devs who's uh, on the missions team uh, talk a lot about how the missions are constructed and the different kinds of missions that will exist and the kinds of things that you can do on foot. So I don't think we're expecting the person on foot to be firing at spaceships, but there will be different kinds of things that, that are, that are going on, you know, and to a certain extent, like some of the direct stuff that they described was, um, and now I guess I should, I should disclaim, I was supposed to be working while this stream was on. So I was kind of like working and then I can, <laughs> you know, too. which involves my ears, of course. So I, I can't always just like have it on in the background. So I, I was like occasionally hearing chunks that they would say, and then I'd have to listen to something for a little while. And then I, anyway, so but I heard a good section where they're describing these missions, um, particularly like scavenging missions. So you would receive a contract to go find something and you, you got to go out and locate this wreck. Um, go inside, like I'm going to do the very quick version of this. Go inside and rummage around inside a destroyed wreck. Find things in all the disarray. Find boxes. They mentioned specifically different size boxes, how some of them might be more difficult to open or require tools. And some of these objects might be bigger than others. Maybe you need to bring it to your SRV in order to carry it home, kind of th this uh, this sort of stuff. And that they might be, the mission giver might be interested in an object, but everything else you find is legitimate salvage. That's all you. Uh, so this is just like an example, one of the examples that I heard um, a discuss. There's there's a lot of stuff that they that they are talking about, and it did open up so many. Like it gives me little things. Like okay, we have the plant gun. You're talking about going in a ship and rummaging through stuff and finding you know compartments to open. What if there's like a little arc welder, so you need to have a special gun to open up compartments. Right. You know, there's there's so many levels of detail that they can get into that I'm really hoping more and more of those levels, especially after seeing the most recent. And I hope that the reason that things have been delayed hasn't been because they need more motion capture. I really think that it's, they, they are putting so many levels of depth into what we can do that that's why this has been pushed out. And the visuals we got in this most recent one, it wasn't, you know, just, you know, those in-game, alpha in-game animations or whatever. But in this one, too, there was also some some concept art. But this one was far more in-game type stuff. You saw stuff in action. I don't know if you able, were able to see uh, Burr and Rini's video where they were comparing the lighting between the yeah. space station. They parked a ship right where that view would be to see what the lighting would be. And they saw the ship the station had changed just ever so slightly, but the lighting was different. So you start getting an idea of that, that. Yes, there have been some engine changes and 
God damn more than it, just the planet tech. Yeah, it was it was looking really good. It but it it really looks, especially with the fact that you can hop, you know, <laughs> go to the travel agent desk and book a you know ship mm-hmm. to another system. You could literally play this game without flying a ship. It looks like going forward, there's going to be missions well, the, for you and everything else. Well, they that was one of the questions that they decided to answer. Um, if you wanted to, sure, you could you could play this without a ship because you can travel, you can book a flight to another system, another world, um, and you can do all kinds of stuff on foot. Um, I think that would, you know, thinking about how this game is perceived as being extremely vast and not very deep, that would be experiencing a very, very small fraction of the game, right? But yeah, yeah. You, you could do it, which which insinuates, I can't remember if this is confirmed or not, but it insinuates that that would be a starting option for a new commander, right? Mm-hmm. To pick mm-hmm. not a spaceship. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, and also, Stephen and Arthur, during their, their stream, did say that they were already working on a breakdown of just the suits. They're already working on a video mm-hmm. for just the suits. No, it seems like that's just another ship concept. Our different guns will be like our hard points. The suits themselves. I mean, this video uh, talked about how you know different suits will have different capabilities. And my guess, you know, not necessarily. Well, it will be modules. You know, you're going to have different stuff. So probably, you know, you can walk around longer and breathe longer, but you can have less armor. You're going to be able to do right. all of this stuff. So I, I, I definitely anticipate, you know, this once a month dev diary. One of them is going to be talking about these suits that we're wearing. My question to you, uh, Hate, is how they said inside the stations, uh, BGS um, state in, in, controlling faction is going to determine the NPCs present. Uh, I, that's super cool. I'm hoping that they break it down as deep as we get to choose our own uniforms for our faction. I heard, heard them saying stuff about that. And I was running around my living room screaming like a little school. <laughs> they mentioned, <laughs> they mentioned faction flags. Yeah, I think. Am I right, or did well, somebody in the chat mention that, and I construed yeah. the memory? I've got to vote for a piece of Swiss cheese. All right, carry on. The BGS will affect not only like what signal sources are in space, but can also affect the 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 people and the numbers of people in those area the the areas where you can you'll see NPCs. The entire aesthetic and traffic within a station. Um, and also, it is possible that you'll have mission boards that don't have you leave a planet. So if you have a, an assassination mission in system, you are directly, negatively affecting a counter faction. <laughs> and I am super stoked to be able to just say, all right, I need, you know, some on foot guys in Odyssey to go to this system, just hang out in the bar until an assassination contract pops up. <laughs> just, you, just sit there and look shifty until somebody talks to you. Yeah. Uh, you know, sit, sit in a dark corner. Do you yeah, think looking forward, we could end up with different voice channels for our, 
pilots and our on foot people. I mean, because of the, yeah, because of the fact that we'd be running different missions and, and stuff. Well, that's well, just like wing one, wing two, right? Yeah, but we At never use that time. shit anymore right now. I'm saying <laughs> we might have someone in a in a beluga with just mines strapped to do those assassination missions after someone picks it up. Yeah, paint the target with the laser, call in the airstrike. Hmm. <laughs> well, no, from a gunship. No, hey, yeah. I have to say, uh, recording, you're talking about the AXA Discord is on fire. I, uh, is there something going on with Thargoids right now? What's what's happening? No, there's no Thargoids. Uh, Eagle Eye has not done anything new in uh, 13 months now. Okay. Uh, they, they recently, uh, as of today, announced they're making a secondary server for not Elite Dangerous and a handful of other games so that they have another server so they don't suffer from too much server bloat. So that that that's what that was about. And okay. I'm distracted while Trax was talking. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> uh, see, see, Trax starts talking, people's minds wander. It happens. Yeah, what am I going to do? I'm not that engaging a person. <laughs> pinged the XI server while he was talking and I was like, oh man, you know, if, I, if I'm getting pinged, there must be something serious going on over there. <laughs> oh okay okay I, I thought there was something very yeah all right our server tomorrow night will be melting due to star wars squadrons i'm sure all right so let's let's uh sweep up a couple of more feature announcements so among the things that we know now um the different kind the different um companies or like contacts, I'm not sure how to refer to them, but the different desks basically that you can walk up to inside the social hubs include stuff for um, buying armaments and suits. The suits, by the way, uh, have shields, they said on the stream today. They have shields that run on batteries. Um, So we will have, you know, some resource management and stuff involved in that. Um, They're that's, I guess, probably just one of the differences, right? Like some suits are going to be stronger than others. There's definitely one that was geared toward uh, battle and others are exploration or like scavenging and stuff like that. There, They also said that you will be able to purchase multiple suits and multiple editions of each suit and outfit them differently to your needs. So, so like it your is ships. Going to, it is going to be like your ships and your modules for, for sure, for sure. Uh, these, di- okay. So I started to talk about the companies. There's, um, you know, booking yourself travel, um, to different areas without using a ship. This, uh, business about the CQC is because there is one, I think it's called frontline systems frontline. or something. Yeah. And they're, um, they're going to be like a test out your, I, I, I get the impression it was like a test out your stuff before you buy it uh, sort of situation. Yeah. Uh, Frontline Solutions is a mercenary outfit which will allow players to explore combat scenarios without necessarily aligning with any given faction in the game world. Ooh, uh, okay. That is an excerpt from the PC Gamers article, uh, Curse of Jalaman. Right on. Um, I'm, I'm blanking on what the other table there was pioneer supplies uh general outfitters for your weapons and space boots and related consumables i i read this earlier and i i completely space 
the word consumables the first time I read this. Yeah. Uh, so that'll that'll probably come up later. Uh, Inter Astra is a shipyard where players can preview and purchase starships. During the video that was released yesterday, uh, they were uh, they had a a projection of a ship with a ship kit already on it. Ooh. Uh, Apex Interstellar Transport is the taxi service. They have not clarified whether or not we will be able to interact with Apex Interstellar Transports whilst they are not inside of the station, i.e. in space. Right, right. Uh, then this um, genomics uh, is where you would turn in uh, genetic material you had collected while you know using your field sampler, Mr. Chu. Say it. Plant gun. Plant gun. And then they actually labeled the black market black market. What? <laughs> bum, That's bum, secure bum, storage? <laughs> well, because I think it's a, it's the, all right. So here's my justification. On your carrier, you really are storing it, right? Yeah. Aren't you? Yeah. Whereas the black market, you're actually getting rid of, okay, whatever. Yeah. I, I agree yeah. that it should be just called black market. And but yeah, I, the place where you sell your plant gun data, basically it's universal cartographics for your genes. Well, your botanist, whatever it is, <laughs> xenobiologist. <laughs> Can you really call it a black market on the fleet carrier if it's not actually being fenced? Well, that's, I think that's kind of what I was saying, but I also yeah. thought that I don't really agree with the argument that I'm making, so I decided to stop making it. Nah, I'll agree with you, Trax. It's okay. <laughs> I, I don't believe it's actually acting as a black market because it's not being fenced and going anywhere. You're it's still real, stuck yeah. with stolen goods. They sit in your holes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they okay. should. It should. Well, that's it could, why it's it secure should be hold. a secure. It should be a secure hole. I don't. It should just be a black market. <laughs> Fuck! I don't know. It's so stupid. I mean, it really is. If you if buy them on your them? carrier, because it's like you're in uh, in international waters. You buy yeah. it in international yeah. waters. It becomes just a good that can be sold on the ship. But then I suppose yeah. if you take it off that ship and you could try to sell it at a station, it still would be considered stolen somewhere else. So that if could I be could the somehow, logic. If that I could launder perfectly. or clean these things, that would make sense for it to be called a black market, but you yes. can't. Instead, it's secure right. storage. You're holding uh, stolen goods, but nobody can do anything about it because you're in international waters. So mm. it's secure it storage. Like, it makes perfect sense to me now. I'm, I'm it's, on board. It seems like it should just be part of your typical commodity market, though, right? You should exactly. just be deciding, I want to buy a stolen thing, and then I'll take it to the black market. And then they'd be labeled in your commodity market as a stolen item. So it's yeah. not a separate, an entire separate module you have to have. It would just be something yeah. in your commodity market that's marked as stolen. And if somebody buys it, they know they're buying something stolen. Just, you know, so this is highlighted just the newest, red or orange or something. Yeah. This is just the newest silly thing, like having two different cockpit modes instead of just, sorry, having two different cockpit modes, but not, Having the fire groups split exactly. between them. Yep, <laughs> that's the okay. exact kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Or or uh, having a Type Nine that you got to enable fuel hose. You know, <laughs> some little things. Well, that in this reminds game are me. Annoying. I need to get him a Type Nine and transfer some fuel. So do okay. I. I'm, I'm getting low on <laughs> too. I need to do that. All right. So, um, oh hey, uh, may I? Yeah. 
carry on. Uh, if, if you're very listening to this very early Friday, October 2nd, and LSN Snake Pit has not yet left comma, LSN Snake Pit is going on a long-range survey of a poorly and partially mapped uh, Guardian Bubble. Nice. So I've seen some excitement say, in the Discord go, for that already. Yeah, you want to go do some actual exploring. That is actual exploring because you're looking for shit that people have not found. Right. right. Last w- last weekend, uh, some some the the kind folks. I think I talked actually. I talked about this in the last show. The kind folks who unloaded my carrier of all the galite that I didn't want anymore. Uh, I went and organized a little thing, and I think four four people came out with me, and we went to the Guardian sites, and then we went five thousand light years to uh, get them all an inv- engineer invitation. It was it was pretty fun. We did some Guardian site stuff, which didn't take very long because everybody was mostly there already. Um, but I instead of driving around, I flew air support in a fighter, which was kind of fun. Um, <laughs> but Anyway, so you know, some people have their guardian stuff unlocked. This is this is the real deal. They go go fourteen k light years out. Guardian ruins. Yeah, let's go find something new. I'm I'm excited to. I'm I'm not gonna come with you, with with all due respect. But I will be excitedly watching your uh your expedition go down on various channels. I'm assuming there will be screenshots. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to land and take a selfie and then post it every time I find even just ancient ruins that you don't get a lot out of. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, the, the hot commodity for us is going to be uh, the uh, guardian beacon. Cause that points at other guardian sites. Right. Okay, we'll put new things on the map. Um, so when are you, what day are you planning on leaving? Tomorrow? Noon. Noon. Oh, Is that Texas Eastern time? time? Eastern time. Wait, wait, wait. wait. 11 a.m. Texas. All right, all right. Here we 11 a.m. actual time. Um, yes. That is minus five UTC for everyone else. So, um, is is there what haven't we? I, I know there's like little details and stuff. In the video, they they interviewed people who are inter who are uh, uh, integral in working on motion cap and the mission designs, things like that. Um, I I think it's worth a watch. There's I'm not going to say that there's not fluff in it, and there's sections where they start answering questions, and I'm like frantically trying to ask. I'm not going to go over all the questions that I desperately wanted answered and did not get answered, because um, I'm sure we'll get that eventually. But um, I, I did. It it did feel like they were like, okay, let's let's answer some questions, and then it started being like, you know. It was like the flashlight question. It was like sort of obvious stuff that they'd already <laughs> announced. Yeah, yeah and, for sure. And somebody somebody asks about the the action figures that are in Arthur's background, and he oh he spins around. Let's talk about this for a yeah, minute. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, they were Transformers, <laughs> not Gundam stuff. Yeah. It, yeah, he was like, oh, let's do that. Flush, I'm like, fluff. I've asked you like five questions about this game, um, but you know, I, I 
have the impression that they have certain things that they were looking for because that's what they were actually allowed to talk about. And they were cleverly avoiding all the other questions because they just can't say yet. And that's okay. Yeah. But so, once again, I'm going to say Arthur, he, he took on a couple that I guarantee yeah. he, they weren't planning on talking about. And I, I appreciate that. I, I respect that. Right. And he's, he's, he's a straight shooter. I like it. Yeah, and when sure. he can't answer, he actually says why. It's like, hey, yeah. we want to give this to you later, or he'll say, "We're this is something we're working on." He seems, uh, I, yeah, I, I like it's refreshing. Yeah. Let's put it that way. One thing I don't kind of know for sure yet, but I feel like is was like half confirmed or something. Is I, I was feeling like it was going to be kind of a big miss to not be able to go to the hab rings on some of these stations. But it's seeming to me now, like when you go to a station, really the only accessible part is like the docking bay where you can walk mm-hmm. around your ship and the social hub itself, uh, which is kind of a disappointment. I know yeah, it's only certain honestly, stations have those, but if they could let you go to a hab ring section, that's almost like going to a atmospheric planet. You know, you're going to have to have plants, and everything else. You know what I'm saying? Because you look at a yeah. lot of the stations with the hab ring and planets and everything else. So I, I understand why I, that's not accessible yet. I, I just, be. I, I thought it, it doesn't have to contain anything. You know what I mean? I thought it was just for the screenshots. You know, mm. it just felt to me, it feels to me like it's a fairly simple thing. They can just fill it with NPCs that don't do anything besides <laughs> it's a say hi. It's a fairly simple thing. Well, you know, whatever they're drawing <laughs> the know, whole inside of the station. Like all I, all I think is that it would be meaningful from, but your plant gun doesn't function there. <laughs> I don't need to scan the DNA of those plants. Okay. All I think is, all right, I, I just, just think, <laughs> I just think if we go to Jameson Memorial and we sit there watching the, the thing go around and watching the, the earth like in the, in the distance, it, I, I just think that would kind of, it would kind of tie the whole room together. Do yeah. You know what but I your mean? space germs could completely ruin their entire crop. Man, if I knew how to create a white <laughs> system state, you know. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Did you say a white system state? What? It's a blight. Blight. Okay. Just just making sure that we're not... Never mind. All right. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. No, okay. <laughs> Strike that from the record. Is there... What, what have I missed? Everybody holler. What have I missed here? What have I we missed? I think we're good. Dubs, you got anything? I have no meaningful input at this time. Fair enough. Point. Rad. None of us have meaningful information. <laughs> well, it's, it's pretty good. Um, I just need to hunt down these links and put them in the show notes and we'll get this thing published. So um, thanks for listening, everybody. Go to our, uh, in the show notes, you will find a link to the Discord. Basically, actually, I'll probably just link to uh, com. That is the show website where it has everything. There's a merch store there. You can do things like buy mugs and hoodies and stuff. Oh, I need a hoodie. Yes. Yeah, it's getting to be wintertime in the Northern Hemisphere. Come on, like, what are you going to do? Walk around without a loose screws hoodie? <laughs> Figure yourself out. Uh, and in the meantime, um, come join Discord. If you're a podcast listener and you haven't joined our Discord yet, um, you're really, you're, you're experiencing about uh, 8.5% of what loose screws is. So um, get there and... 
Seems like a pretty um, rough number. No, that was that down was, to half uh, a percentage. Caref- carefully calculated. <laughs> Do you think I'm wrong? No, that's no, pretty close. That's <laughs> pretty accurate. Damn right it is. <laughs> all right. Um, well, I think I think all that's left is to um, talk some cheese. Oh yes, I got a great cheese tonight. People are going to get upset whenever I go with something that's not really a cheese. I get <laughs> I, I, I get some cheese hate. But I think uh, Dubs is going to appreciate this one. But first, I, I just want to say, uh, yes, uh, Luskers, join the Discord. Uh, my daughter, she's 13, and you know she's a teenager now, and she's supposed to start hating me at this point. She, she really doesn't. I, I got a great kid, and like she made. You some should hear co- her in Discord when you're not there. Uh, I, I, I mean, can go ahead. Only imagine. Uh, she made some uh, Luskers earrings. I'm going to post a picture in Chig Chat. Of her oh. wearing the earrings that she made, which are pretty cool. And she said the Loose Crews Discord is like her family. That's what this oh. distant learning is doing to kids these days. They're latching on to random video game discords <laughs> as their family. Not that that's good or bad, but like she had, uh, you know, uh, we're doing no, it's, 100% distance learning. So I'm helping her with homework. Yeah. Yes, I'm remodeling my bathroom, working 70 hours a week, doing a <laughs> podcast, and trying to find time to play video games. <sighs> it's driving me nuts. But I was helping her catch up with homework, and they had to digitally uh, uh, decorate their locker at school. I know this isn't cheese chat. Okay. Do it. And she's putting up, you know, like she did like, favorite movie and she did like predator the original predator picture and you know something nice. from harry potter and place she wants to visit a map of ireland and then all of a sudden you know other hobbies and she put up the loose screws uh emblem with you know uh an elite dangerous podcast our emblem from the discord she put in her lot her digital locker as a decoration and made it the biggest decoration <laughs> there hoping that some teacher will be like what what is this loose screws thing? So then she can nerd out and tell them about it. So we're being advertised to random middle school children. So I need to watch my language a little bit more. <laughs> um, but all right, cheese of the week, cheese of the week. Uh, we are going with it is a processed cheese that tastes somewhat like American cheese with a softer and smoother texture than non-processed cheese. Yes, we are talking the great cheese called Velveeta. Until I looked this up, <laughs> I had no idea. Velveeta has been around over a hundred fucking years. 1918 Language. Is, when, is when it was invented. So uh, this week, get some Velveeta. Honestly, if you want to make nacho cheese, get some Velveeta, pour some salsa in it, chop up some peppers, melt it down, or if you just want to make a great grilled cheese, or if you just want to just eat something that will probably kill you, Velveeta is the way to go. <laughs> All right. Stay cheesy, everybody. All right. that That's good. Hey, it is it is a family. It is a it family. Is. It is. It's a been proven over and over here. again. Yes. Yeah. All right, everybody. That was, that was fun. Hey, we'll see you next week. Go watch those videos. Bye-bye. Bye.